hand clap of praise for the leadership of this house. Celebration of Deacon and Deaconess Day and for servanthood unto the glory of God. Amen. Amen. Having arrived this morning at the Preach, Teach Word, I will not delay and be before you long. Go with me now to the throne of grace. Gracious, almighty, everlasting God, thank you now, God, for this moment where your people are gathered here in your house, Lord God, and at home. See them, fill them, O oh God, edify them, and give them that which they are in need of. Find them with open hearts and open minds, ready to be filled with thus saith the Lord. Mighty name of our Lord and Savior Jesus, we pray, amen. Nehemiah 8 and 5 said, When Ezra opened the book, all the people stood. The word this morning briefly comes from the Old Testament book of Ruth. And so this text of Ruth found in the first chapter, verses 16 through 17 is in response to Naomi and reads thusly. But Ruth said, entreat me not to leave you or to turn back from following from you. For wherever you go, I will go. And wherever you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people and your God my God. Where you die, I will die, and there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me, and more also, if anything but death parts you and me. You may be seated. Mm. Focusing only on the first chapter of Ruth, um, a brief historical reference uh, of Ruth. There's a famine in the land of Bethlehem. And it has resulted in Naomi and her husband, Elimelech, and sons Malon and Kilion to dwell in the country of Moab. This move away from their land and God would be a forbidden move. But in time, this journey is complicated even further by intermingling and marrying into a foreign nation. The wives of the sons are Orpah and Ruth, Moabites with belief practices of gods, plural. This apart from the one true God. A decade later, Naomi's husband and two sons have died. 
The family consists now of Naomi and her daughter-in-laws, Orpah and Ruth. All the men of the family are dead. This in a time where women are not permitted to own land and surely where sons are a necessity for the foundation and prosperity of the family. Widows without sons must be cared for. So is a dilemma by the end of chapter one of Ruth. Naomi seeks to return to Bethlehem with the famine now ended, with bitterness to her new life as widow with no male support. She tells her daughter-in-laws to return to their land and families for a better life, as she is old and resigned to a bitter life without male support. She has adopted the new name of Mara, bitter, as the Lord, she says, has dealt so with her, and she has prepared to accept her life, believing God has afflicted her for the duration of her days. Daughter-in-law Orpah returns to her homeland and family, but Ruth takes a stand of loyalty to her mother-in-law, and a newfound faith in Yahweh seeks to go to a new land bearing hope in the unknown and unseen. Surely an expression of newfound faith. Mm -hmm. Something Naomi had lost sight of, content to be bitter for her current life situation. You see, God sees us not for our nationality or our gender or our social standing, but for our surrendered life and reliance on his redeeming gift given us of his grace and mercy. God will use anyone, anything for his purposes. Isn't it better to live life in the fullness of what God can and will do for us with a surrendered heart of hope in God? Yeah. And so now in this day and age, we have come to a celebratory, mindful and commemorative in our thoughts and practices of events, milestones, and calendar dates of historical and religious significance. March, this month as Women's History Month, and the celebration this month also of International Women's Day, as women, we are filled with a swelling hope and pride and belief that as active contributors in society, we are seen, we are recognized, respected, and celebrated by ourselves and others. And so we smile, 
Our eyes are filled with tears of joy as sisters celebrating accomplishments, achievements, hopes, and dreams we pursue and attain. Women have always been actively at work in our families, communities, clubs, and organizations. We are organizers, leaders, strategizing, oftentimes quietly at work behind the scenes without fanfare. Women, do you know you are phenomenal? Not because Mother Maya Angelou told you, reminded you, spoke to you of your qualities and characteristics as only she could. Ah, uh, what is that you have pumping between your eyes? But hope through times of struggle molded you as a woman. There is always a historical reference to look to, to reflect upon, and be guided by. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Today, we look to the significance of Ruth, the Moabite, as she is detailed in the Old Testament book, named for this Gentile woman. The only book in the Bible named for a Gentile. What might be gleaned from the life of this woman? In this first chapter of Ruth, we find her a young widow with no children. More importantly, no son, and her husband has died. As sister-in-law Orpah, whom she would soon depart from, as Oprah returns to her family homeland under the advisement of her mother-in-law, Naomi, mm -hmm. believing it, be, it to be the best thing for her yeah. as she has no more sons to provide. Yes. Uh -huh. Tears flow freely among these women as they encounter a break from the grief of their past with the death of husbands and with Naomi, both her husband and her sons. Grief, grief surely calls for a time of healing, but because a greater challenge, but when we assign our pain to bitterness, and blame focused on God and others. As you and I, saints, go through life's storms, we often do not see the hand of the Lord working on our behalf. Naomi had the love and support of Ruth. Perhaps she took it for granted or just couldn't see beyond herself and her pain. Yes. Ruth was committed to her mother-in-law. Where you go, I go. 
Your God is my God. She was forging a new life, Uh having accepted Yahweh, Uh walking by faith and not by sight. Believing the challenges of food and shelter for widows was but a temporary reality. As she sought to glean in the fields, as was the custom of the time. Hard times. As we and as you experience the difficulties and challenges of life, as we all will, keep your eyes open. Know that God is at work on your behalf. Naomi's name was intended to represent pleasantness, but she lost sight of the pleasantness and the faithfulness of God in her life and sought to assign her grief to bitterness, reassigning her own name as Mara or Bitter. Saints, as I prepare to close, know that don't compromise. Don't give away your joy. Don't quit. Don't turn back. God knows your challenges. Betrayal at the hands of those who profess love for you? Yes. Jesus was betrayed for 30 pieces of silver and denied three times before the rooster crowed. You are not alone. Take heart. God knows your challenges, sees your anguish, and will bring you to new heights in your walk of faith with him. Hold on. It's just a test to grow you for a testimony. Hold on. It's just a shock test. If you touch your problems and feel the shock that was your reminder that God is in control. Remove your hands from your problems and expect God to lead you. Hold on. It's just a check, a test. Check off the boxes with one choice. Give your problems to God. Give your problems to God. Give your problems to God and let him lead you through. Amen.